0: This is a very difficult conversation, but I think you're probably one of the best people to ask about this because it's such a difficult question. Uh, You talk about divisiveness with the discovery of the 215 uh, lost children. How does other people's religions fit in? Because I see a lot of people absolutely enraged with the Catholic Church, with Christianity as a whole, and part of my thinking is that those people who committed those atrocities weren't representing their religion at all in a proper way. And to me, those are bad actors. And perhaps we shouldn't blame the teachings or the original teachings of those belief systems, because it's pretty clear if you read the Bible, that there's nothing about it that says they should have gone out and done what they did, that there wasn't yes. any connection between the two. And so for me, I am i think it's complicated because I think for a lot of people, this is a, well, let's just throw away religion and belief and spirituality, and let's just throw all those things away because they make people do commit atrocities. And to me, it's these people weren't representing their religion at all in any positive light and they were committing crimes that they knew themselves would have been wrong like there's nothing about any re- belief system that I'm aware of that operates in the Fraser Valley that promotes murder genocide abuse sexual assault like that isn't the, the fundamental teachings and so I'm interested to know what your thoughts are on how we should navigate this very complex dialogue and because I think a lot of people are handling it um, poorly, perhaps.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's one of the biggest uh, challenges that uh, that we're facing right now, because um, uh, uh, religions uh, and religious institutions uh, wield, wield a, a lot of power and uh, influence that and, uh, and we see it in our own history because uh, as, as heinous as some of the things that uh, uh, that were done with that intent you know to kill the Indian and the child um, uh, it was uh, um, it comes with uh, uh, within our people a lot of, uh, of uh, mixed feelings about it because like you said they saw some of the, the good teachings that came out of uh of out of religion, uh, yet uh, it was in sharp contrast to the behavior of those who were supposed to represent their religion. Um, and I've uh, I've struggled with this uh, all my life um, because uh, I, I I I hated religion. I hated uh, uh, what happened. Um, I wanted to be a priest when I was a little kid, but. Uh, because uh, I saw you know hey you know these are kind-hearted people you know they look they sound like they're good people and everything so I want to be like that too so so um, but then I then then I uh, uh, caught wind of uh, of uh, the blood that is on religious hands you know throughout the, throughout the history uh, how patriarchal it was how how they um, um uh persecuted uh, so many people in, the, in in the name of uh of uh, Christianity it, it it was horrible um so I, I i turned my thinking uh to okay i am rejecting that i don't like that um and then uh, i talked with a lot of elders and uh they they said well you know uh uh those people who were behaving like that uh, didn't really, really uh, 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 live uh, what it meant to be uh, a true Christian. And then I thought, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, and then uh, there was, there was just a, a continuation of uh, of this um, kind of oppression. That uh, that was there. There's there's some still some underlying oppression that is there, and so I got to thinking that uh, our people, how did our people think about spirituality, you know, before the Christians came? We had our own spiritual practices um, that served us well. So we knew how to pray. We knew how we knew how to, uh, to to act spiritually, to live spiritually. So I started to learn more about that, and uh, out of it, uh, uh, I came to uh, believe that everything, as I was talking about, has has a life spirit. We are life spirit. Um, we're spiritual beings. We're 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 uh, multidimensional beings. We're spiritual beings, emotional beings, mental beings, social beings, political beings. We're, we're we're like that. But how we how we relate to that when we say all my relations? How we relate to acknowledging that uh, Mother Earth is sacred and has a spirit, the stars, the moons. You know the sun; they all have a spirit and, a, and an energy, and a particular kind of energy, um, and the, the spirits of our ancestors—they're um, always—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're available to us anytime we uh, want to connect with them. I came to think that uh, that um, there isn't one, you know, holy man in the sky somewhere out in the universe maybe uh, has a long beard and is watching over everything that we do i i have a, i had a big problem thing uh, uh kind of relating to that right and uh so i thought no that's not the way it is uh not for me that the story of christianity has come from a land far far away and uh uh the way we uh related to spirit is uh, way, way, way different. But the, the way that Christianity has come to North America, they're imposing this, they're proselytizing. They're, they're, they, they, they did it uh, in, in, in such a violent way to try and make us Christians, to thinking that uh, we were, they were civilizing us. And yet, see, look what they did. It wasn't very civilized. We were civilized. We were already civilized. So this proselytization, I thought a lot about that. And I thought, well, you know, Christians are proselytized. Hi. Christians proselytize a lot, um, but we don't. You know, we what we would like to tell people is that uh, when we talk about religion or anything, we say, uh, take what is useful to you and set the rest aside. That's all. We, we don't. We don't. Want, we don't say ours is the best way. We don't say you have to be like us. No, no. You, if you, if you, if Christianity is something that helps you, Christianity uh, <clears throat> gives you the, uh, uh, I guess, the teachings that uh, that allow you to, to to live in harmony. Well, you know, you go and do that. But I'm a pagan, and I don't need to be saved, right? I, I have my own belief systems, I, I, I follow uh, uh, teachings of uh, the longhouse, uh, the ones that I know that are good, um, and um, I don't, uh, I, I'm not totally immersed in, in, in the longhouse, I'm not a dancer, they have a, uh, the, those who become dancers have a lot of teachings that I don't know about, um, but the ones that I do know about uh, have great meaning to me and uh when i picked up the sweat lodge and the medicine wheel I, it was those were two uh <clears throat> two two spiritual practices that uh that resonated with me and uh, it has nothing to do with christianity right nothing not uh, and uh i say that without prejudice i say that you know um I, like Buddhism and Taoism and uh, Christianity and uh, all those other religions around the world, uh, uh, they're there. Uh, they're to be acknowledged, and people pick it up. And, and uh, <clears throat> although it's, uh, it gets used the wrong way, um, there's, uh, there's a right way. And uh, so you pick up those beliefs and you want to do that, then that's your business, but yeah. not mine.
0: Yeah, I definitely I'm seeking, I guess, to try and reconcile the differences because I had the opportunity to learn that there is a spiritual belief that um, when there was a great flood for indigenous people, we all connected canoes together. Mm -hmm. And that's how we coped with the great flood. And we were all raised up. And that's how we survived the flood, which has a lot of parallels to Noah and the ark and this idea that they created an ark to protect themselves. But the underlying moral story behind the two is that eventually you're going to be flooded. Um, If you don't prepare, if you're not cognizant, if you're not being conscious of what's going on, you're going to be flooded. And I think New Orleans is a good example of what that looks like in reality because um, during Katrina, they mm. stopped maintaining their dikes. Mm. There was corruption within New Orleans. They stopped paying attention. They stopped being conscious. They stopped being focused on maintaining the walls mm. and protecting themselves. And they were flooded. Now obviously i'm not going to say that they deserved that or, or anything like that there was corruption within their their political system which had impact on their community mm-hmm. and i think that that's those are the opportunities that i'm looking for to kind of bring these two back together because i don't i'm not sure i believe in a person named jesus christ but i do believe that there's something deeply true that we're looking for role models that we're looking for people to emulate and that's what this podcast is about and the idea behind jesus christ is he is the ultimate role model he died for everybody else to live and he had an understanding of how to relate to the world and the idea that you should try and embody him or be like him is the idea that you should aspire to be the ultimate good in the world and try and strive to the highest ideal possible, which is taking care of seven generations back and seven generations forward. That's to me, they don't, I don't wanna find ways that they're different. I wanna find ways that we can bring them together because there's always been this deep entrenched idea that indigenous values are in contrast to Christianity. And while I do agree that there's differences, I think that there are opportunities to find a connection between them and that's how we perhaps reconcile with Christianity and how we move forward in a better direction.